Sister Camille McKenzie is a powerful woman of God who was anointed and appointed to execute the spiritual mandate. You must win! She operates in the five-fold ministry to bring deliverance by the power of the Holy Ghost to a lost world. But I come to prophesy to somebody and let you know that Jehovah has the final say. This is your breakthrough hour. Here is Pastor Camille Sophia. Isaiah 40, reading from verse 29. Let's read together. Have you not known? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, neither faint nor is weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the weak. The mic is good. Please leave it right there. And to those who have no might, he increases strength. Even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. 31. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary and they shall walk and not faint. By way of homiletics, I have three points. Point number one, strength to overcome. Point number two, wait on the Lord. And point number three, it's time to soar. By way of introduction, the eagles, though many of us have seen pictures of a huge eagle's nest high in the branches of a tree or in the crag of a cliff, few of us have gotten a glimpse inside. When a mother eagle builds her nest, she starts with thorns, broken branches, sharp rocks, and a number of other items that seem entirely unsuitable for the project. But then she lines the nest with a thick padding of wool, feathers and fur from animals she has killed, making it soft and comfortable for the eggs. By the time the growing birds reach flying age, the comfort of the nest and luxury of free meals make them quite reluctant to leave. That's when the mother eagle begins stirring up the nest. With her strong talons, she begins pulling up the thick carpet of fur and feathers, bringing the sharp rocks and branches to the surface. As more of the bedding gets plucked up, the nest becomes more uncomfortable for the young eagles. Eventually, this and other urgings prompt the growing eagles to leave their once comfortable abode and move on to more mature behavior. It now means that it's time for the eagle to soar. It is in the will of God, beloved, that every individual that God creates attain to his or her zenith in life. It is God's desire that we attain to our maximum potential in the earth. Beloved, God wants us to soar. Say, neighbor, God wants me to soar. Here is a synopsis of the book of Isaiah. The prophet Isaiah was writing between 740 and 700 B.C. The name Isaiah means Yahweh is salvation. Isaiah began to preach at about age 15 and died at age 85. The setting is in and around Jerusalem and the latter reflect the exilic period in Babylon and beyond. By exile we mean it's a state of being barred from your own native country. Isaiah prophesied to two generations. He prophesied to the refusing generation and the remnant generation. 
The primary theme in chapter 1 to 39 is a message of judgment on the Lord's people. And you will see from chapter 40, which we're going to exegete today, to 66, the theme is a message of comfort and hope. And so it brings me to my first point, strength to overcome. Isaiah is writing to them and he says, Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary. There's no searching of his understanding. It surpasses us. He giveth power to the faint and to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary and the young men shall utterly form. You see, Isaiah is prophesying to a generation that has been through turmoil because of their disobedience. They have been tossed and turned by the effects of sin. And the backdrop of Isaiah 40 is a Babylonian exile. Isaiah had urgently warned a complacent and arrogant people that the impending war with the Assyrians would be nothing less than the judgment of God on the nations of Israel and Judah. This is, this is where now they've divided. You see, the northern kingdom, which is called Israel, fell to the Assyrian in about 721 B.C. The southern kingdom, which is called Judah, survived the Assyrian invasion. And this is largely because the king Ezekiah responded to the warnings of Isaiah. Remember when Isaiah went to Ezekiah and told him what God told him to do. But you see, Ezekiah was wise and he listened to the prophet. Oh, but in 586 and 7 BC, God allowed this new empire of Babylon to sweep away their nation. And when the Babylonians took over now, uh, the Babylonians destroyed the temple. That's why they say, how can we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? And the Babylonians now held them captive and destroyed their nation. The Bible says that the Babylonians burned the temples to the ground. And so the children of Israel, they felt disconnected from God because they felt that they had to feel God they in order to feel God they had to go into the temple and by then we see that the Persians came in and they united and they peacefully now took over and now the children of Israel have been tossed and turned and they're in this situation because they have sin. You see sin will drive you to a place of defeat. Sin will bring you to a place that you didn't bargain for. In the beginning it will taste good. It will sound good. It will feel good. But Satan is just setting you up for destruction that's why the Bible says the wages of sin is death but the gift of God is eternal life I come by to tell you that anything that sin touches you can kiss it goodbye anything that sin interfere with is gonna cost you something it's gonna cost you if it didn't cost you anything yet I come by to announce watch out for it as long as you play with sin when you play with puppy puppy lick your mouth and when you play with sin sin is gonna play back with you but sin don't ramp good sin ramp rough I come by to tell you that sin wants to bring you into a place of defeat oh good God of grace it's in the face of defeat now that we see the children of 
Israel feeling discouraged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when you go and you find yourself at the place of defeat, you will feel disappointed. You will feel discouraged. You will feel weak. You will feel helpless. You will feel hopeless. You will feel deserted. You will feel like giving up. You will feel like killing yourself. You will feel like throwing in the towel. You will feel like walking out. You will feel like cursing God. You will feel like backsliding. Go God, somebody talk back to me. You will feel like not coming to church. Oh, because you see, that's what defeat does. When defeat comes, he comes like a strong man. Because he comes with a purpose. And he comes with a plan. And so in the face of defeat, that's when you must know your God. For when life throws you unfavorable results, you better know your God. When we find ourselves at low debar, we better know who our God is. When it seems as if all hope is lost, you better know your God. When you feel like giving up, you better know Jehovah. When you feel like committing that suicide, you better know Jehovah Jireh. When you feel like your relationship has gotten sour, you better know him. When your marriage fail, you better know him. When your children are out of line, you better know him. When there's no money in your bank account, you better know him. When sickness ravages your body, you better know him. When the back pain and the foot pain and the neck pain and the bone pain and the toothache and the foot pain when it comes you better know who your God is and so Israel defeat was caused by their disobedience and they were in this spear and so the thing we love about God is that when God brings judgment, it's not because he hates you. And I believe that sometimes the church have it wrong. When God brings judgment, it's to get your attention. Because maybe he was telling you something all this time, but you refuse to listen to what God has to say. And so what God does is that in order to get your attention, he has to shock you with something that you never feel before. And sometimes we like to come to church and say, people obeying us but it's not because nobody obeying you it's because God love you so much and he realized that your soul is going to hell and if he don't intervene you might not go through the pearly gates and you might find yourself in the depth of Hades with gnashing of teeth and weeping and mourning but God said because I love you so much I'm I give you the judgment and so this 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 children of Israel they had a problem they had a serious problem and so when God give a strong hand I love the way God does it because he shock you with the judgment but then comes grace and mercy don't mess with the remnant because even when the remnant is receiving judgment God is looking out for those who's coming after you because you're still his it's just that you're disobedient and you're wayward oh God got a grace but he's watching out for those who are coming to destroy you because if God don't allow it it can happen whatever God don't allow they can't touch you they can't touch this they only can do what God said to do and after God is done you better get out of the way because that's the God
God that we serve. And so now he comes by to Isaiah. He said, Isaiah, I know that their temple is burnt. I know that they're in despair. I know that by this time the Persians have took over. I know that they can't feel me and they can't feel the connection. I know where they are, but I got a word for them. I need you to remind them that I, God, is everlasting. It means that I, God, I got no beginning and I got no ending. I am God. Libande Shatter. He said, Remind them that I am the creator. Everything that you see in the universe, I have created it. All I did was step over the edge and said, Let there and there was. Oh, good God of grace. And because I'm the creator, anything that I create, I can conquer. Anything that I create, I can control over it because I am God. Remind them that I'm everlasting and remind them that I'm the creator. Oh, good God of grace. You see, the defeat had blinded them so much that they forgot who their God is. You see, sometimes defeat can blind you. Sometimes you can be so hopeless that you forgot that the same God that brought the rent last year is the same God today. Sometimes you forgot that it's the same God that allowed you to pay the mortgage last year is the same God today. Sometimes you forget that's the same God I healed you last week is the same God that exists today. And sometimes Satan wants to remind you about your defeat. Oh good God of grace. But I come by to talk to the people who is under the sound of my voice and you feel defeated. I come by to tell you that you don't know the God you serve. It's about time that you go back to the place and said I know my God. I know who my God is. He is God all by himself. He is Jehovah Jireh and anything that I need he can provide it and anything that I don't have he can create it. Anything that I don't see God can bring it into existence. All I got to do is not look at my place of defeat but get up from where I'm defeated and say defeat you got no hold over me you hold me down too long I come to strong arm defeat somebody help me strong arm defeat defeat you don't live here anymore I command you defeat in the name of the Lord leave this house I command you defeat you got no part in this house we arrest you by the power of the Holy Ghost and so I prophesy over this house that whatever your defeat is whatever your defeat is speak to it speak to it speak to it speak to it it come to arrest you and some of you like to come in the house like you and defeat our friends me plus defeat enemies so i'm not walking around with you in you beside you because we have no lot nor part together we're not together i am divorcing defeat i'm divorcing everything that look like defeat i'm separating myself for everything that spell defeat i said defeat you don't live here no more you don't live in my house you don't live over my children defeat I serve you an eviction notice. Defeat. The power of God is against you. Defeat. The anointing is against you. Defeat. Jesus Christ is against you. Repetidasa. But my Bible tells me that this book of the law 
shall not depart out of my mouth. He's gonna make my way prosperous and I shall have good success. My Bible tells me that surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. My Bible tell me I'm gonna be like a tree planted by the rivers that will bring forth fruit in my season. My leaves, somebody say my leaves, my leaves shall never, 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 never they shall never wither, never wither, and whatsoever I do, it shall prosper. Somebody say prosper. Somebody say prosperity. Locate me now. Prosperity. Locate me now. Success. Locate me now. Good success. Locate me now. Blessings. Locate me now. Deliverance. Locate me now. You know my location. Come on. Speak your address. Speak it in the atmosphere. 1111 Finch Avenue West. Unit 34. Come on, somebody lift up your mouth and say defeat. I bind you. For the Bible says whatever I bind on earth is bound in the heaven. Whatever I loose on the earth is loose in the heaven. I take back my job. Take back my promotion. I take back my health. Take back my mind. I take back my joy. Take back my peace. I take it back. I want it all back. I want it all back. I want it all back. Want back my stuff. Want back my mind. Want back my family. Want back my children. I want it back. I want it back. I want it back. So he reminded them. Then he went and he says, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. He said, They shall mount up with wings as eagles, they shall run, not be weary, they shall walk not faint you see the greek word for weight is perimino you know what it means it means expectation so if you have expectation of the lord then your strength shall be renewed so expectation means that you have now activated your faith and it's the language of faith that's going to get God's attention faith puts demand on heaven it means you're expecting something to happen you don't know when you don't know how all you know is that you're waiting for something to happen so he said listen I know that they took everything from you and right about now Satan wants you to go under a juniper tree and forget about the God that bring deliverance but Isaiah said I got you a solution instead of sitting in the feet I want you to wait on God but this is not waiting and laying there idly for something to happen this is the kind of wait that put pressure on heaven that says I'm not staying here 
I'm not staying here. This is only for a period. This is only for a matter of time. I come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not staying here. Uh, this is not my permanent address. Liberty Asata. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good God of grace. He says, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to wait on the Lord because it's in the waiting. You have the expectation that God is about to move you from one level to the other. Isn't that what the, the, uh, Jesus told the disciples? He said, go into Jerusalem and wait on the promise. But when they got there, they didn't just sit down, but they were singing hymns. They were worshiping. They were praising God. They were believing God. What is Isaiah the prophet saying? He said, you come in the house and you may feel defeated, but get up and sing. Get up and praise God. Go ahead and worship God. Go ahead and believe God in your sad moment, in your situation. Don't just sit down waiting like nothing is about to happen. But you must have an expectation. You must have a belief that God is getting ready to do something in the midst of your mess. God is getting ready to turn that mess into a message for weeping only last the night but joy comes in the morning oh he give you beauty for ashes oh good God of grace he's a turn it around God and anywhere you are he can turn it around for you around for me around for me around for me somebody need to expect and say God you're turning it around for me it may look dark as a dungeon and the sun seldom shine but in the valley that he restores soul who am I talking to you might be going through a valley experience but you got to know that it's not gonna be always like that but while you're in the valley Raise him in the valley, man. Don't wait until you get on the mountain top. Boss up, praise in the valley. Shout in the valley. Give God thanks in the valley. Pick up your God in the valley. Isaiah said to them, I know you're defeated and you don't have a temple. Pick up your harp. You can sing. Yes, you can sing the Lord's song in a strange land. Sing your song at the place of defeat. Sing your song when you're feeling hopeless. Sing your song when you're burdened down. Sing your song when you're hurting. Sing your song when you need a healing. Sing your song when it looks like it's not going to come true. Sing your song when they tell you you're not approved. Sing your song when the doctor give you a report. Sing your song when they tell you you can't make it. Sing your song when they tell you you're a loser. Sing your song when them laugh after you. Sing your song for there's an expecting. There's an expecting. There's an expecting. There's an expectation. When there's an expectation, the next level is birth. Some of you are about to give birth, and the devil is messing you up. But you better prop up yourself, make him lick you with the pain, and say, Devil, it have come. It have come. It have come. It must come. I'm a prop up myself. I'm gonna give birth. For I'm expecting. I'm expecting. I'm in expectation. Because I know who my God is. Learn to wait. It's in the waiting that you're gonna get to know God. 
Because sometimes we preach a message and sometimes we get it. Sometimes you misunderstand. When you're waiting on God, sometimes you have to wait long. Sarah and Abraham had to wait, what, 25 years for the promise. Job had to wait two years for his restoration. And Moses didn't start leading until he was 80 years old. But the thing about God is that when you wait, it just take a nanosecond for your destiny to change. Could it mean that it's in the weight that God is trying to get to know you? Do you know that when you want to know people, put them in a predicament? You will see what's in them when they're under pressure. Because God sometimes tests us. Couldn't God have granted them the victory like this? He's God. But he says, no, they need to wait. One the thing that I notice that all throughout the Old Testament, God was trying to teach them faith. Waiting allows us to see the level of your faith. Because in waiting, you're going to have some people that's going to tell you foolishness. But when you know your God, you just tune them out. You know how much time people laugh after me? Because I'm expecting God for some crazy things. But me just make them laugh. Because in Jamaica they say, he who laughs, laughs. Laugh the best. Sometimes you just act foolish. Because God says it. He will use the foolish things. To what? Confound the wise. I'm almost down. But he says. They shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as an eagle. Why is he using this metaphor? You see in the midst of adversity. You will lose heart. Because adversity sucks the life out of us. And one of the greatest artillery of the enemy is frustration. He uses schemes. He uses walls. He uses artillery. He uses any and everything to frustrate us. But he says they will mount up with wings. Like an eagle. Why didn't he say a duck? Or a vulture. In Jamaica we call them John Crow. He said with wings as what? An eagle. Because you see eagles. Have a different kind of attitude. Than pigeons and doves and ducks. He's saying in order for you to soar. In 2023, you better not have the mindset of a duck or a pigeon or a common fowl. He says you must have the attitude of a what? An eagle. I'm telling you four things and I'm going to shut down the serpent. Eagles fly alone at high altitude. You got to stay away from narrow-minded people. 
keep good company because the people you hang out with is the people that will determine your success. Corinthians 15, 33. 1 Corinthians 15, 33. Bad company corrupts good morals. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's certain people in your life that they don't need to be your best friend. You just need to send them a message. Christmas, Easter, and New Year's. And some of you are partner with some people. They are so negative. That every time you're ready to elevate. Them say nobody never do that yet. You can't soar. Because their mindset is like a chicken. Birds of a feather flock together. Show me your company. I tell you who you are. If you fly with what's the what's the saying? How don't you don't know that one? If you fly with pigeon, you can't fly with pigeon. You gotta fly with eagles. They're alone in the sky. They dominate the sky. They fly at high altitudes. And no bird in the air can't mess with the pigeon. For if you come close, that pigeon will take you out. Not even the John Crow, the vultures, can mess with the pigeon. A pigeon is in a class all by herself. And if you decide to soar for 2023, you better make sure that you're keeping company with good Christian people. Eagles have vision. Habakkuk 2, 12, 2 to 3 says, write the vision, make it plain. Did you write the vision? Did you talk to God about the vision of your life? How are you going to ascend in 2023 when you have not written a vision for your life? You must have a vision. Without vision, the people perish. You must have a vision. What's your goals for 2023? Oh, what God is telling you that he wants you to do in 2023. Now, I want you to understand something, understand something about eagles. Is that no matter the obstacles the eagle will not move his focus from his prey until he captures it you must keep your vision your eyes on your vision until you capture it if you're gonna soar you must keep your eyes on your vision until you capture it all when they tell you it's not gonna work all when they tell you ah, that you shouldn't do it all when they tell you that you're not gonna prosper from it all when they tell you you're not gonna be blessed for it you got to keep your eyes on the vision God did not give them the place God gave you the plan the problem we face in church is that some of us talk too much don't tell people your vision keep your vision to yourself when it starts to end when it starts to activate they will see it for the Bible says though it tarry it shall speak the only voice that should speak is the vision the voice of your vision The third thing is that eagles are fearless. They never surrender to the size or strength of its prey. Of its prey. If you're going to soar in 2023, you better be fearless. 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 Nothing should make you become afraid. Why do you think there's so much anxiety problems in this dispensation? Satan tell you it's in your mind that you can't because he wants you to be afraid. He wants you to be afraid. He does not want you to master what God wants you to master. And so he makes you fearful. But you must be what? fearless 
fearless. God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power and love and of a sound mind. And so you have to say, no matter what comes oh my way, I know that God is able and I'm not going to allow anything to make me feel afraid. And lastly, the, the eagle is tenacious. Do you know that eagles love storms? They actually use the storm, use the strong winds of the storm to lift themselves higher and higher. And then they glide. They rest on top of the storm. They use it as an opportunity. You see, when you are about to soar, everything that can break loose, will break loose in your life. You know that Satan sense when you're about to be elevated? Yeah, I remember when I was about to move, Everything start to go haywire. I said, you demon of poverty. Let me go. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. It's my time now. And there's nothing you can do about it. It's my time to rise. And in the name of Jesus When it's time to elevate, demons will come after you because it's time to soar. But some of you, like the children of Israel, and I'm done, you begin to stay in defeat and cry and mope. You don't realize that that's the time you get tenacious. Riba Sataraba 2023 is coming. You ain't gonna sure sitting down and crying, but you better get up, rise up, and speak to your mountain. Speak to everything that comes to defeat you. Speak to everything that Satan has unleashed against you. Rebe Satanibandaraba. It's time to get radical and say, Satan, why you want? But in the name of Jesus, it's my time. It's my time to soar. It's my time to rise. It's my time to shine. And everything that come to defeat me. In the name of Jesus. I command you Satan. In the name of the Lord. Drop your weapon. Drop your weapon. Drop your weapon. Drop your weapon for the weapons of the warfare. They are not cardinal, but they're mighty in God to pull down stronghold. Who am I talking to? Everything in this house. Every defeat demon, I arrest you in the name of Jesus Christ. The fire of God is against you. The power of God is against you. Every defeated demon. For it's time for the Yahweh to rise. It's time for the Yahweh to rise. Come on, come on, lick it till he moves. Lick it till he moves. Lick it. Let me shatter. One minute warfare prayer. One minute, come on. Come on. Lebendia. Sikati. Rebe sukalaba. Lebendia. Lebete. Everything that come against progress. Come on. Die by fire. Die by fire. Die by fire. Die by fire. I shall rise to my dominion in the earth realm. I come against X. I come against Obia. 
I come against voodoo. I come against incantation. I come against bad mind. We come against jealousy. We come against everything that the enemy is using as a point of contact to hinder our progress, hinder our our success. Satan, let me go. This is not a matter of almost. What is mine is mine. It's mine. I take my health back. I walk in my victory. I walk in my victory. Victory today. Victory today. Victory. Victory. Come on, somebody show victory. 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 Victory, victory, victory. Shout it, shout it, shout, shout. Victory, victory, victory today is mine. I told Satan, get mine. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. I love the God I serve. I know the God I serve. Sore, sore. Come on, sore. Prophesy over your life. It's a recession, but we're gonna soar. Come on, come on. Some of you don't see what's coming. I'm not a false prophet. When we went into COVID, I told you that God was gonna keep us, and nobody died. You don't want to believe me today. That's on you. But I want you to prophesy over your life. Soar. So I shall soar. I shall soar. I shall be victorious. I shall elevate in the season. The recession shall not be my portion. I shall arise. I shall succeed. I shall own cars and land. I shall not beg to eat. I shall not borrow. I walk in dominion. For 2023, for the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. And so I command that the heavens are opening now. I command the heavens to open. I command the heavens to open. I command the heavens to open. I receive, I receive that grace. I receive prosperity I receive it I believe it I receive it I shall soar I shall get managerial position I shall receive promotion I shall upgrade I shall upgrade I shall upgrade I shall upgrade in this season I'm soaring I am soaring I'm advancing I'm elevating it's another level for me it's my season it's my time a season of power a season of prosperity a season where i'm strong i'm not weak i'm strong i'm strong it's my season to be anointed my season to be powerful my season to captivate my season to walk in a higher grace I shall soar, I shall soar, I shall leap into my another dimension, I'm leaping into my another dimension. He says when you wait on the Lord, he gives supernatural strength. That we can run and not be weary. 
So you can run for 365 days of the year and you're not going to get weary. He says you will walk and you will not faint. You will walk and walk and walk and walk and walk until you cannot stop walking and you still won't feel tired. That's the word for you today. Say I receive it. For 2023, I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. I'm done. If you need prayer, come quickly. I'm only going to spend five minutes. If you need prayer, come quickly. Altars are open. Quickly, I'm not going to stay long with altar because we have communion, the reception service. Ribande sukuribanda lama kuribashanda raba Jesus kuraba stand on your feet please come quickly ribasukuribanda raba Jesus hilama kuribosataya Jesus come on somebody worship Thanks for listening Our mission here is simple to bring you the saving love of Jesus Christ through salvation. We hope you'd subscribe and share this podcast so you can receive the latest podcast in your daily victorious Christian walk with God. We also invite you to visit our website, www.adonaiministries.ca, to know more about us. You can also follow us on social media to join our live services online to stay connected. Worship with us this Sunday at Adonai Ministries Toronto, located at 1111 Finch Avenue West, Unit 34, Toronto, Canada. We'd love to pray with you today. Simply call plus one six four seven eight eight two nine seven zero eight right now. We love to appreciate your financial support and donations. It keeps the ministry going. We're praying for you. Adonai Ministries, transforming lives for the kingdom of God. We're going to do this song. It's called You Waited. You came out of your way. You sat down to speak to me <laughs> What amazing grace That you've shown So patiently And you Waited for me Just
yeah, it's working for me, yeah, and I believe it's working for me, yeah. <laughs> I can smile again, and I don't have to worry, cause it's working for me, yeah, it's working for me. 